Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. She is amazing. I think she's got, she's been on Broadway. She was in Dream Girl. She played Effie, so you know she could sing her face off. But I got to see her see her sing in one of my favorite shows that I I watch, Madam Secretary, who became Madam President. That's a spoiler alert. But on that mm. show, I was like, <laughs> this woman is everything. And now I saw that she's playing Kana's mama. Let me welcome to the show, Miss Bettina Bush Miller. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hey, how hey. are you? I am so good. Thank you for having me. Listen, let me tell you, um, when I watched you at Madam Secretary, I was like, why is this woman working more? Like, I need to see you in more things. You Thank murdered you, sis. that I role. I appreciate that. Shoot. And then, <laughs> and so when I saw it, I was like, oh, they're doing another power. When I saw it was you, I was like, okay, this is official. Because you yes. can act your ass off. So. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me, Patina, how you got this role and why you decided to say yes, because it's, it's edgy. It is edgy. Well, I mean, as an actor, you always want to do things. You want to um, do things that kind of excite you. You want to do many different kinds of roles, things that stretch you. Um, I had done the Broadway stuff. I had done Hunger Games and Madam Secretary, and we were at the end of my six-year run on Madam Secretary. That was a great experience for me. It was my first TV experience. I learned a lot. And... I realized early on in that process that, you know, the next time I do something, I want to do something big. I want to do something exciting, something that requires all of me. Um, and I want to play someone three-dimensional, you know? And I remember watching tons of TV, like Ozark, all of the best ensemble shows. And I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I want to, I want to find like the black show or whatever it is that like black people can just do that and just feel and act and just do good TV. And so I went out to L.A. after Madam Secretary was wrapping up and I had a lot of conversations, auditions and power came into the mix on one of my um, my meetings. And we had a conversation about power, talked about how much of a fan I was. And then they were like, well, we have this show, this uh, Power Book three is happening. Would you be interested? You're telling me all the things that you want to do as an actor. I think this role is it. And I'm like, "Okay, well, let me read it. So I read it. And let me tell you. The minute I, the first page of Raquel being introduced to this woman, to the last page, I got so excited. Just the, the dream to be able to, to bring her to life excited me. And I read it. I went into audition. I met Courtney. I met the whole team. It worked out. I got the role. I'm doing it now. It's been a dream. It's been a dream come true to bring, to bring Raquel to life. Raquel Thomas, uh, she is playing uh, Kanan, who we know as 50 Cent, uh, in the the original Power, right? That's the, the yeah, yeah, the boy. original, yep. Um, yep. And, and then last season, it was Mary J. Blige playing a similar kind of badass mother, but there's something different about Raquel Thomas. Well, what is different, I will say, is that um, Monet's husband was really running it from prison. Rock is not standing behind any man. You know, Rock has solidified her place in the game and she's on top of the game as a female in a, in a, in a male-driven uh, game at that time. And she's not afraid of any man. And so I think that one little extra thing makes it a bit different. Um, and it's the prequel, you know, Rock is raising, you know, while being the head of her business, she's personally 
she's also trying to raise her son in the best way that she knows how and battling and juggling that battling you know all the different things surrounding Kanan who's now 15 he's not as naive as he used to be he sees what she does and he wants to be like her so a lot of mothering a lot of things have to go on between the two of them now that he has decided he wants to be a part of this world and she doesn't want that for him because she knows what will happen as we all know the ending of Kanan Stark's story this is where it begins. And so we mm. watched that mother-son dynamic of her, the push and pull of that relationship, the danger of what this world is. Patina Miller is in the building. You can follow her at Patina Miller. I struggle sometimes, you know, with these kinds of shows because they glorify things about our community that, you know, in many ways shouldn't we shouldn't be glorifying. You know, when we talk about The Wire and we talk about... Yeah, you for know, sure. Even, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm grappling with this in the time period that we're in now in terms of projecting these um, tropes in many ways or these these yeah. stereotypes about black culture that people yeah. then glom onto and say that's who we are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really think, you know, I grapple with the same thing, obviously, but the thing that stood out to me about this show Number one, it is no different than The Sopranos. If you love The Sopranos, you're going to love our show. It is a crime drama. Crime exists. I don't think we're glorifying it. What we are saying, there are consequences to certain choices, and it's real life, and these things occur every day. And I think what our show is doing is it's, it's putting a spotlight on these people, and you're, you're, we're humanizing them in a way, and you don't understand circumstances, right? It's very easy to write off why people do what they do until you understand their story. So in the 90s in Southside Jamaica, Queens, I mean, Rock, the last thing I think Rock wants to be is a drug dealer. But at that time, she's a single mom. You know, she raised a son at 15 and she's making her way in this world. And it's how she's choosing to use all of the things that she's got to survive. I mean, like I said, you know, black women, she, she's a single black female trying to do it. And I think we can like what well, our story is, we're trying to to latch onto the characters and not necessarily what they do. You know, there's consequences to wanting to get into a world like this and you watch what the consequences are to that. So I think there are lessons. There are a lot of lessons within this. And so I get understand why you could grapple. But what our show is doing is shining a light on the characters and you really get to go on a journey with them. You root for them. You hate them. But you will understand um, who they are. A lot of the, our characters in this want something else. You know, Rock is a dreamer. Does she want to be doing this? No, she would. Could she run a Fortune 500 company? Yeah. So she constantly is battling her own world as well, wanting more for her son, not wanting him to be like her because she knows what this is. And, and that's what this entire show is, is reaping and sowing, you know, and the, the consequences of all of this stuff. So I totally get it. I think it's exciting. It, it, it's a crime drama, but at the end of the day, it's a family drama. It's a, it's a piece on family dynamics a piece on this black family, um, mother-son relationship, what that is, brother-sister relationship. You know, we touch on um, on jukebox and the LBTQ of it all, you know, just being a black woman that's that's struggling with her identity in a sense. Um, you know, we, we, we handle issues of like mental health. So we're really going and like really diving into some really raw, gritty, real life shit. Yeah. And I think that it's worth, you know, it, it, it sucks to have to see it, but like violence exists. But what we are doing is we're humanizing. You can't write someone off that easy. And, and it's very easy to write it off and say like, oh, we don't need to see it. 
but right. you can see the struggle of this woman trying to make ends meet, trying to be the provider as black women. We carry a lot of shit on our shoulders all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. you get to watch this woman go through this world in Southside Jamaica, Queens in 91 and yeah. handle it and yeah. do it. Yeah. Now, now, you mentioned Jukebox and, uh, you know, the, the, the shows, the previous shows have done really well at layering the storyline and without giving yeah. away spoilers without giving away spoilers are we going to see any more uh backstory of or overlap of characters that we were familiar with from the yes. original oh, okay yes it's yeah. beautifully written every character that you meet in this show there was going to bring something to it you know every character what i love about it is it's so everybody's three-dimensional nobody's just playing one note it's not rock is three-dimensional jukebox is three-dimensional Kanan is multi-layered you know, on the surface, it's very easy to play, oh, they're criminals, oh, right. they're, or they're strong. But no, you get to see life. You get to see what they're struggling with inside as they're struggling as a family. And that is what's going to make for exciting TV. More, more specifically, will we see ghosts in the sixth grade? Will we see like okay, a sixth it. grade ghost? Y'all, this like, is Raising Canaan. <laughs> Tasha in the fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? Tasha How they probably, met in the schoolyard. Yeah. What about I mean, Angela? I don't want to see Angela. No, you Angela. know, it's the it's the origin stories where it all began. So I, you never say never. I mean, we're trying mm. to go six, seven seasons. So yeah. these were these were people who were part of his life. So I will say, you know, I'm not Courtney. I'm not Sasha Penn, who's our creator. I don't know what he has in store. But you know, if you're tra- telling Kanan's story, these people are a part of his story. So mm. I mean, it makes sense that at some point, yeah. they would be in it. But that's not. You ain't gonna get that yet. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, okay. he's 15. But- Patina's here. Patina Miller. The book, <laughs> the power, the power book three, Raising Canaan. Um, who did you tap into? Like when I when I go do different things, I imagine different people, you know, yeah. that I draw upon. Right now is Ida B. Yeah. Wells. I'm drawing upon her. It's today would have been her birthday. Has she lived? Mm. Um, mm. she'd be very old. But um, who who do you tap into for a role like Raquel? Oh, man, I, I tapped into all the things I know. I think the only for me to be able to, to really tell her story in, in the way that I wanted to tell it is to tap in for my own experience. Um, my mom, I tapped into, like I said, not only Raquel as a young mom, my mom had me at 15 years old. I grew up okay. in South Carolina. I've drawn a lot of my own experience. I know what it's like to be the child of a single black mom. I know what that struggle is. I watched it every day. I watched her handle all of navigate you know, the world being a young mom. So a lot of my influences. Pause for a second. You weren't just raised by a single mom. You were raised by a teenager. Yeah, Uh, that's right. That's right. A 15 year old. That's right. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, like, it it, it was very hard. Listen, and, and, you know, my dad was kind of in the picture, um, not as much as we would like him to be, but she did it, you know, Mm. she did it. And whether she struggled or not, she never, she hid it from me. She just, she just made it work. And the tough love that Rock gives Kanan, I experienced that tough love. I experienced wanting to do something and crying that it didn't happen. And my mom saying, don't cry, go be better the next time. Why are you crying? You know, she said that to me. Mm-hmm. And so my mom heavily influenced uh, Rock, Raquel. Uh, I, my family, other family members, I know a lot of Raquel's uh, just when I think about the, the life of, of being like a black woman and a single black woman trying to make it. I know what that is because I lived it. Mm. so it's very easy for me to tap into I know what it's like to want something so much you know as a young child wanting to get out of a small town and really have a goal to 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 be an actress and I didn't know how I was going to do it you know my mom we didn't have money we didn't have any of those things there were no connections there but we made it I made it happen 
I, I persevered. I know what that's like. I know what rock, you know, when rock wants to be the best that she can be, I tap into those sorts of things. So I really look inward. I looked at myself. I, there so much of myself is in the role. And, and then I go from there and I can play. And what I, I don't think of rock as a villain. I don't think of her as a criminal. <laughs> I think of her as a businesswoman. And I, I, that, those are the types of things that I wanted to do. And I think of her as being a mom, a mother, and the only way that she knows how to, to mother, you know, she's 15 when she, when she had Kanan. So she's navigating all these different milestones of who this, this, this guy is, or this young man is as, you know what I mean? It's, 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 she's learning. She doesn't really know. She's never had anyone to, to look for in that. She had a, her own craziness with her own family. So I try to just look at those types of things. And it's really revealed a lot of who she is and her heart and her vulnerability and just her love for her, her son. Hmm. Patina Miller. I'm talking uh, a lot. I'm talking a lot. No, 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 you, you, you're, you're hyped too. Where, are you in New York? Yeah. Are you in New York driving around? I feel I like am. we're doing like a Jimmy. No, I'm in I'm in the back of the van. We are see. We're absolutely doing. I'm like, James damn. Gordon. Okay. All right. Move the camera back. All right. So listen, <laughs> Patina. I'm, I can see your tonsils. Listen. Um, you're from Pageland, Pageland, South I Carolina. The camera was on. Yeah, the camera is on. Yes. <laughs> Pageland, South Carolina, uh, home of the watermelon. Like it's known for watermelons. Oh yeah, I've been I mean, there. Have you? Like I you have, have not. You have, have not. I haven't. I'm gonna tell you why. It's called Pageland. Uh uh. I've been there. You been there? Yeah, I had some. uh, No, no, no. I've been there. I've been to Pageland. It's not. It's not that big. It's two. It ain't big at all. It's two two signs. Two signs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. I've been there. Wow. Were you going to the beach? No, I had some. uh, I had some ex in laws that lived down there. It's a long story. Okay. Okay. Wait. wait, You probably know them. Wait. Ex in laws. You were married. Probably. Let me yeah, find out. Lamont, yeah. Lamont's revealing stuff today is because of you, Patina. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> dig into this. Listen, yeah, you know we're getting a little deep. It's yeah, we good. are. Tell, so growing up in a town so small, which is you know yeah, right outside of North Carolina, it's on the North Carolina side of South Carolina. Right yes. on the line. Yeah. Yep. Um, what? How do you break out of that with your background? Oh my God! I you know I just tried to find things that that made me happy I mean I always knew I was a little different it's very kind of corny to say that but like I always wanted to 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 do acting and to sing I'm a singer I grew up around a bunch of singers but I never really knew how it was going to happen but I started going to this performing arts program in a neighboring town and it was there where I learned how to play instruments and I learned how to like we did little acting stuff and you know I I was around other creative people and I would do it every summer when everybody else was sleeping in, you know, I was getting up to go in and, and, and fulfill a part of myself that I really wanted, really wanted to do, which is be an actor. And so I remember telling my mom when I was about 14, I said, you know, I really want to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. We're in a small town. I don't know. And so my mom was like, okay, well, your cousin just auditioned for this school. It's uh, called the South Carolina Governor's School for Music. And it's a program that you can go to, you get in, it's free and you can go and do music and be there for the entire summer. So I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. So she got the pamphlet for me. I auditioned, didn't get in. And then I said, you know, I want to do the, I want to try auditioning for acting. I auditioned for acting. I got in. And then I spent the summer there in Greenville, South Carolina, 
being, working on my acting. And then I got accepted to the school. My life changed at 15. I got accepted to the school to go there and not only finish out my study at high school, but to learn how to be an actor, mm. a pre-professional training program. And it was from there, I got a full scholarship to Carnegie Mellon, one of the most prestigious schools in the country wow. uh, as a professional, um, full scholarship, a little Southern girl from Cajun, South Carolina, who never would have had that opportunity. It just happened and it's not luck. It's just, a, I'm blessed. And my path was really just carved out for me. I don't know y'all, like I'm mm. just, I'm living my dream right now. It's just- I love it, I love it. I mean, let me tell you, I fell in love with your character on Madam Secretary. And Daisy. when she when she sang, I was like, "Oh, okay, Patina." And I had to Google search because there wasn't a whole lot about you. And I was like, "Look it up." I was like, yeah. "Oh, how did you not get in for singing?" That's what I need to know. You got a Tony Award for Pippin. She got a Tony, yeah. y'all, because she can sing. And they mm. didn't let her in for singing, but she got in for acting. But that's just how the world is, I guess. That's how the world is. That's how the mm. world is. You know, I wasn't a trained singer at that time. I just had a big voice, and you know. But what, I didn't. That, do you didn't remember your audition me. song? Yeah, it was like a, it was a Latin piece. I oh, did a see, Latin piece. Well, I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> did they, did they select a piece or did you decide you wanted to be, just be different? I, I just want to be different. I said, like, you know what, why not? I'm going to hit him with the, with the soprano. I don't necessarily think I'm a soprano, but like, I'm going to just dare, I'm going to be daring and I'm going to do it. And I, on the flip side, I did um, His Eyes on the Sparrow. So uh. I did both. <laughs> And they weren't feeling it, but that was okay. It just kind of really made me figure out what I really wanted. And that was to be an actress who, who sang as well. So I'm really happy for all of those lessons as well. Cause you know, I went on later to star in three shows, three musicals, mm. two, two Tony nominations. And I won a, won a Tony award. I mean, it's a dream come true. Mm. Well, so what song do you sing to your baby? What's her favorite oh. song? Her favorite song, well, it's Old MacDonald Had a Farm in my version. And it's also um, You're My Sunshine. That's what I sang to her from the moment I had her. I, so. I want to hear the, the Old MacDonald version, your version. <laughs> Is it the remix? Oh, yeah. It's like Old MacDonald Had a Farm. Oh, E-I-E-I-O. And this, I skip it because it's so long. And I just start with a moo-moo here, a moo-moo there. A yay. I just like go straight to the point. To the moves. End it. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What song? Okay, what song do you sing for fun when you're cleaning the house? Oh, what song do I sing for fun? I mean, that's that's tough. How you gonna ask me that? Your go-to. Um, you know that song that you can sing. We all yeah. have those of us who can sing a little bit. We all have that one song. Well, we do like. It's like some Whitney. I can't, don't ask me for what Whitney, because I love to do like a compilation of some of some of them, you know, uh, anything from the bodyguard, what she did there. But I, how will I know? You know, all of them. Okay. I just, that's what I'm really trying to groove. Well, I won't ask you to sing. Uh, cause it, Girl, don't do that to me. I'm no, not warm. I won't do it. I won't do it. I, but I do want to know something about Power Book uh, 2. We ended with kind of a cliffhanger. Do you have any insight of how they're doing this? Because they're going back and then you just hinted that you're looking at six, seven seasons. So we're going to mm. follow this train all the way through. But I'm, I want to know what's going to happen with Tariq. I need to know what's going to go on. 
Huh? Nothing? Look, you, I, mm, don't ask me. Yeah. Not give me a, don't give me in trouble. I'm on Power Book 3. I'm at the that's, beginning. This that's is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, 90. fine. I just need, all right, off mic. I need Look to know. I'm trying to get a spoiler. Trying I'm to get trying a spoiler to get, yeah, this is what I do. This is what I do, Petita. You well, better yeah. ask somebody. But you know, but you know, in theory, Raquel, I mean, I haven't seen the show, Rocky is Tariq's grandmother in real life, actually, right? No, she's not. That's Ghost no. Town. What the hell no, kind of? No, you said Kane is his real dad. Yeah, Kane was his uh, real dad. No, that's what the internet said. Oh my! You okay, that's the, that's the internet. Him, okay. Please tell him to stay so, off YouTube and the internet. Never, please, please you know? stay off the web. Please stay off the web. Stay in your lane. I bet you it was. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm really excited to tune in to Stars this weekend. I I got it tuned up. I actually have it on record automatically. Get ready, you guys. Get ready. Get ready. Get I ready. I already know. I see when you showed up with the, the jacket and the the wig, and I was like, oh, oh Come on now. it's about to be something. Patina, yeah. you are a pleasure. Uh, I hope you come back one day. Please come back. You gotta uh, have me back. You gotta yeah. have me back. And next time we should do like a singing car thing, like the guy Courtney does. We might as I well. Think, I think yeah, yeah, right. way better. I like to drive around the city with her and let her sing. And stuff. <laughs> All right, Patina yeah. Miller, follow her, Patina Miller. Power Book Three, Raining Canaan. She is amazing. Thank you for being here today. Appreciate Take you. Take care, guys. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.